Boy, a lot of heated discussions in Joliet about where sex offenders should live. And you're probably aware they cannot live within 500 feet of a park or a school, anywhere where children might congregate. And this has turned into a big issue in Joliet. And um, try and get to the bottom of it here. One of the sides of the issue is um, going to be represented by Adele Nicholas. She's a civil rights attorney with the Chicago Civil Rights Firm. Uh, what is the name of the firm that you're with, Adele? I'm a solo practitioner. Oh, you are. Okay. And let's face it, Adele, you know, reg- folks are just like convicted sex offenders. I don't want to live next to them. Everybody feels the same way. So let's start with those people, those people in Illinois who were convicted of sex crimes or convicted sex offenders. Have some of them been held longer than their sentences simply because there was not a place for them to live outside of the prison system? That's exactly right. For many years, the Illinois Department of Corrections has been holding, on average, over a thousand people beyond the amount of time they were sentenced to serve in prison, simply because the laws have made it so difficult for people to find a place to live. So many of these individuals have families who are ready to welcome them home and help them succeed on parole and rebuild their lives. But these people simply can't return home because their families don't live in a compliant location and can't afford to buy housing that isn't a compliant location. So therefore, they have um, to stay in prison longer, even though they've served their sentence? That's right. That's something the Department of Corrections has done for an extremely, uh, for a very long time. Um, Some people serve as much as 10 extra years in prison beyond the time they were sentenced to serve, simply because of a lack of housing. And I think with this crime, people feel that maybe people never are fully rehabilitated. Is that part of the problem, the perception that once uh, once you are a convicted sex offender, there's a chance that you will repeat that again? Um, that, of course, has been a common trope that we've heard, um, but it has been studied much more deeply over the past 20 years, especially, and that really has proven to not be um, the case, that vast majority of people who have been convicted of an offense like this um, do not go on to... Uh, commit another offense. I mean, it's not even the vast majority. It's over 95% um, do not commit another offense. But that's not really the core issue that's presented here. The issue is that once someone has been held accountable for a crime, we need to give them a realistic opportunity to rebuild their lives and do better in the future. And in order to do that, people need a safe and stable place to live. Um, And laws that restrict so severely where this population can live and laws that allow local governments like Joliet to manipulate the system, to just kick out this unpopular group, um, really don't give people a realistic opportunity to rebuild their lives. So um, it was back in December, right, that New Day Apartments, a company that specializes in affordable housing for sex offenders, bought a place in Joliet, right? This is where it all starts. They bought this building and people lost their minds about it. Right, um, which is unusual because New Day Apartments operates in many communities throughout the state. um, And for some reason, it raised a lot of ire in Joliet um, locally. But, you know, the people in Joliet really deserve uh, lawmakers who are honest with them about the laws and are honest with them about the effectiveness of these laws. And it Residence restriction laws have been studied by law enforcement agencies, the Department of Justice, criminologists, and social scientists, and they've been shown time and time again to not only not work, 
in terms of keeping communities safer, but actually to be counterproductive because they increase homelessness and transience and instability, which deprives people of the ability to do all the things we want them to do, to get the therapy and services that they um, need, to get and keep good jobs, to take care of their own families and their own business. Um, so if we subject people to constant housing instability, which is exactly what Joliet is doing here, they can't do that. Um, and that doesn't make society safer. So I feel like not only is this action by Joliet a huge waste of taxpayer money, it's a fundamentally dishonest thing for the government to be doing. Okay, let's um, talk about is- that action because I don't think we've got to that point yet. This is Adele Nichols. She's a civil, civil rights attorney. And so New Day Apartments bought this building in Joliet in December with the intention of giving a home to sex offenders. At that point, the city of Joliet said, we don't think they can be housed together. That was shot down. So now Joliet has taken a step and this is the step that you believe is disingenuous. So tell everybody yeah. what happened. So the city of Joliet um, voted a few nights ago to purchase a private property that has a house on it to spend taxpayer money bulldozing that house and then to establish um, a park or a playground for the sole purpose of rendering the home where these five individuals are living legally impermissible. So they're already living in that building. Yes. In fact, they've been there for months, and there haven't been any reported problems other than the vigilantism of neighbors who don't want these individuals as their neighbors. These are convicted sex offenders. And so if that that small property where the city of Joliet purchased a house, if it is bulldozed and turned into any kind of park, then those sex offenders need to move. That's right. Illinois, uh, this whole situation really lays bare the extent to which Illinois laws are just broken. Um, Only about half of states have these residency restriction laws because they've been studied and they don't work. Um, But in most of the states that have them, once someone has established a stable residence, they're allowed to stay there even if something else moves in near them. Illinois lacks a grandfathering provision for existing residences. So someone who has an offense in their background but has gone on to lead a positive, productive, stable life can be kicked out of their home at any time for the rest of their life. If a local government unit like Joliet decides to do something like this, or if someone else over whom they have no control and may not even have any knowledge of decides to, for example, get a license to operate a home daycare. So you're taking up their case, and what do you think the odds of stopping this are? Uh, So I'm not litigating this case. I'm an attorney who's represented people who got stuck in the Department of Corrections beyond the completion of their sentence Mm -hmm. because they can't find an approved place to live. Um, And New Day Apartments has its own attorneys. They may decide to take some kind of legal action. Um, You know, but I'll I'll be honest with you, from my standpoint, Illinois law practically invites this type of manipulation. Our laws are just completely broken um, and totally counterproductive and just simply don't work. And this is not the first time that a local government has decided to score easy and unearned political points by seeking to harm this population of people. Well, I appreciate you um, helping us understand exactly what is going on and laying it out for us. Thank you so much for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. Thanks very much for having me.